G'day and welcome back to the My Peak Podcast. Thank you for joining us on your holistic development journey. Very excited to be here again with Geordie Brown. How are you, Brown Dog? Good afternoon, Jugs, and good afternoon or good morning to those listening. And thank you very much for being here again. We appreciate all of our listeners and those who are taking the time out to develop their holistic development a little bit further with the My Peak crew. Yeah, exciting time of the year. We are now into December cricket season flying test match cricket is back on the tvs and the big bash isn't too far away yeah it is an exciting time of year it brings back great memories of being a youngster you'd have the cricket on you'd be out the back playing cricket whether it be with a few people in the street or your brother or a few friends and you just always think about december as a fantastic time of year so i hope those listening are ready to enjoy their summer of cricket awesome so today's episode we're going to go through different people that you want to surround yourself with. So this is, uh, we're going to give some examples of the people and why and how you want to do this, perhaps of examples that you might not have thought of before or examples that have played a big role in our lives, whether that's as cricketers, as coaches, or just as people in general. And we're going to give you some reasons why it's played a big role in our lives. And then we're going to try and give you some practical examples to take away and you can implement into your lives or your cricket or your off-field development as well. Yeah, it's just a very practical episode today and we often hear that we are the products of our environment and the people we hang around with are a huge part of our environment and um, I'm sure right now you're all probably thinking of a few people that enhance your life for the better or people that have been in your past that have helped you move forward or maybe you're thinking about um, some people that maybe hinder your progression and maybe you know, people that bring a bit of toxicity or negativity into your world. And today we're going to talk about some really practical things that will help you surround yourself with the people that are going to hopefully help you progress towards your goals and ambitions. Yeah, this episode is inspired by um, some examples of this in our life just last week. So that's why we sat down and wanted to share this with everyone because we think it's very important, like Brownie said, you you are a product of the environment that you are in or from, and we're going to give you some ways to try and control or enhance the environment that you can put yourself in to try and increase the growth and development. Like we said, for us, it was a cricketer, and then it was a coach, and then even our off-field, our general life uh, as well. Yeah, I think that's important, and we all know here at this podcast, as much as we love our cricket, we love you guys thriving in your everyday life too. So... These um, things that we speak about today are very practical for on the sporting field, but also very practical for your day-to-day life. We probably only spend 5% of our week uh, playing cricket, whether that's training or uh, whether that's playing. So there's a, there's a whole other chunk that you can implement this into. So the three um, uh, people or groups that we're going to speak about today, number one is you want to surround yourself with like-minded people. Number two is surrounding yourself with people who are where you want to be or have done what you want to do and the third is people that believe in you awesome very good and hopefully the some people come to your mind when we read or when geordie read them out hopefully some of them some people or some person can kind of do a few of those things for you and if not we're about to give you some examples and some ways that you can go out now and try and help encourage and help create this environment that's going to enhance you as a player and as a person. All right, let's kick it off with our whys. We have 
seven wires to talk through, and this is going to be exciting. What's number one? Wow. The first wire we're going to talk about is very simply, it, if you can do one of those three things, whether that's like-minded people, people that have done or are doing what you want to do, and then people that believe in you, it's going to enhance or speed up your process of the path that you're trying to execute. Yes, and this is a one that will sort of mold into our other topics, but um, the constant um, competitive competitiveness with each other, um, encouragement towards each other, uh, you're just driving each other to constantly be better, challenging um, each other uh, with new goals and new things to tick off. This one here is just pushing you um, past your limits and encourage, encouraging you past your limits to what you probably wouldn't be able to do on your own. I think we always sort of sit in our comfort zone when we're by ourselves. We'll tell ourselves that that was good enough or that you know that's enough for today or oh, I've done enough of this already this week. And I think when you can constantly be with people um, that are challenging you to go beyond those limits, it's just going to continue to enhance and speed up your own process. Yeah, awesome. The next thing is an element of networking. So what I mean by this is if you can put yourself in this environment, for example, where you're with like-minded people, when you start to surround yourself with like-minded people, you start to meet people that are, like we said, are doing or have done what you want to do. And it's through connecting with them, you can start to meet other people that have also on a similar path to you. So a great example for us and why we sort of inspired to do this podcast, Jordy and I actually met, or we didn't meet, but we uh, deeply More, connected. Yeah, deeply connected. When we right went word. to Kev Chevelle's Inside Fitness. Shout out to Kev. And uh, we, well, four years, I reckon we were hard at work there together and then four long years long long (laughs) years that now only set like it literally seemed like a blink of an eye now and since i've moved down near geordie we uh haven't had the probably affordability and also a bit of time to get back to kev's every morning like we were Mm. and just the other day we jumped back into kev's gym for a session to see all of our past uh friends and do a bit of networking as well not the reason we went there they were our like-minded people that's right and um Sam Billings was actually there that morning. He's uh, spending some time. Kev trained him, or still does train him. And in between the World Cup and the Big Bash, he's spending a bit of time with Kev to uh, sort of enhance his skills in lead up to the Big Bash. So we were just going there to see Kev, get to see all of our good friends again. And just by putting ourselves in that environment where we were with our like-minded people and with Kev, person as done or is still doing what we wanted to do we were able to meet sam billings or we'd obviously met him before but we actually got to have brekkie with him and talk Mm. to him ask him thousands and thousands of questions on things that he's doing or things that are working well for him or just to throw some banter and talk about a bit of cricket and um, also ask some questions about sort of the holistic side some ways that he's implementing and some lessons he's learned whether that's through things he's done well or perhaps things that he could have done better as well so it's just a great example and we drove off after that breakfast with um with sam and just thought how brilliant is that we've come back to the gym seen kev still the highlight of the morning mind you <laughs> but we also then got to have brekkie with a guy that's out there achieving what he is in the game and it was because we were at kev's for that period of time it gave us the opportunity 
And that one example of Sam Billings, you can, we've had heaps more other examples as well where Kev used to train Glenn McGrath. We've also mm. been lucky enough to meet him as well. So there's all of these other opportunities that come off the back of just simply putting yourself into that environment. Yeah, it's just one of the many examples and one of the many uh, networking experiences we've been able to have through Kev's gym. Kev's obviously uh, a guru in his field and has had some incredible people roll through those doors and the consistency that Cam and I showed over the years to continue to turn up, which is a powerful thing in itself, allowed us to um, create the network that we currently have and um, it's something that we're very grateful for and you know, it doesn't come without its its challenges. Rocking up the Kevs every morning for oh, four or five years is, is no easy feat, but it's definitely allowed us to grow our network, which is such an important part of surrounding ourselves with like-minded people. Yeah, we could go on all day about that. There's probably a different episode. So the next thing, uh, next why is it allows you for so many lessons to be learned and learning opportunities. Mainly, like I just kind of unpacked on with Sam Billings, um, trying to learn from people that have been there and done that, perhaps learn from things they did really well and you can try and implement them or try and if you're learning from people that have been there, they also know perhaps things that they could have done better and you're getting a fast track. It's just like having a mentor. If you're in that situation and you could probably think about times back in your career when you could have done things better. It's like if you sat down with someone that's in that sh- in their shoes now, you could help them a lot. It's exactly if you put yourself in these environments where you're with people that have done things, they can learn. you can learn from the mistakes they mad- made and hopefully you don't have to make the same mistakes and goes back to that first one enhances and speeds up that uh learning process yeah i was lucky enough to um play at the same club as a lot of really good players in my uh, sort of early teens around that green shield or just after green shield age and some players in particular like tom rogers and ryan gibson uh jordan gauchy damian mortimer uh, josh clark was there at the time too all of these very good players when i was sort of pope ollie pope yeah absolutely when i was sort of 16 um, 17 years old coming through uh, the grade system I, I would love to go down early and, and train with these guys and it didn't come without that uncomfortable feeling being a little bit out of your depth but they would always be there early and I'd make an effort to get down there early as well I wanted to use that as a, as a real challenge for me but also just a real learning opportunity to sort of ask questions uh, seek some advice from these guys watch how they went about their their training routines and this is an environment that for sure was was challenging to step out and, and get into that scenario to get down there and, and bowl to some of these guys or even just field balls for these guys watch them uh as they went about their business was was such a great way to just watch how those better players at the time were doing it um and you know without that sort of proactiveness for myself to get down there there's plenty of things that i wouldn't have learned or friendships that i wouldn't have developed yeah you've just started to touch into the how which we'll get into a little bit later on that's awesome so the next uh, reason why we want to do it though is accountability so this is something we've spoken about a lot in previous podcast episodes like goal setting comes to my mind straight away but if you are in these environments of like-minded people or people that believe in you is a really good one here for the accountability just allows you to a check in when things are perhaps not going to plan but also b also check in when things are going really well and be able to try and or continue to go through the same processes so you're having the good results or the better results for longer periods of time 
Well, this is a big one for us, Cam. You and I played this role probably unknowingly for a long period of time. Um, just the accountability we kept on each other to turn up each and every day to, like we spoke about before the gym, uh, with Kev is, is something that progressed us and fast-tracked our progression massively. Yeah, and it was more the actions rather than the words too. Yeah, absolutely. I, I Very rarely would Cam and I mention to each other about you know, make sure you're here the next day. It was the fact that we knew each other, well, we re- relied on each other to be there to get the most out of the session, and I think that both played on our minds you know, the night before or the week that was about to happen, we knew that we had to be there for each other. So we're both getting the most out of the session. Yeah, it's, well, I don't know about you, Brownie, but I think so. But it also, for me, it made it a lot easier to get there too. When you knew that you weren't going to be turning up by yourself, you had someone there uh, to support you and someone to be accountable with or to or with is just as powerful as each other, in my opinion. It makes it a lot easier to get out of bed at say 4 a.m where we were for a few years there yeah absolutely it's just such a great part of life and i guess that's where we really form that trust for each other as well correct all right the next one to talk about is confidence so confidence is such a big one for your like a lot of things you think about when you're doing well is when you're in your when you're confident now if you're having this information passed on to you or the growth and development passed on to you Think about your level of confidence. It's just that um, validation. If you're just going through the motions, perhaps you get to a game or it doesn't even have to be a game. It could be a training and you just go through the motions because you're not too sure what you're doing or if it's the right thing to do, but you're just on the path. Hopefully, you're getting better. You're hitting balls, bowling balls, catching balls. That's all well and good. However, if you're in this environment where you are uh, perhaps had some knowledge passed on to you during the week for maybe what you could be doing better, Think about how much purpose that's going to give you when you get to training. If a person that's perhaps played professional cricket before and they've uh, told you to do something at training, that's going to make it a lot easier. When you get to training, it's going to give you a lot of confidence to go out there and experiment with your game and try and take uh, that piece of information and implement it into your game. And then obviously that's going to lead into the game day as well. Your preparation is a big influence on your uh, confidence. So if you can get your preparation right by dealing with people that have been there and done that, it's going to have a big effect on your performance. The flip side to this is, do you have an environment right now where this um, confidence and belief is at a hindrance? Are people actually lowering your confidence or not believing in you? And I think this is something that we underestimate. We're constantly searching for confidence in ourself, um, but are we actually allowing our environment to build us up? Do we have people that are there to support and encourage us i think so often we can find ourselves in environments where even though it's really important to be competitive it can turn almost into a position where we can put each other down i think this is a really important part cam spoke about the positive here but if we can also think about environments that aren't serving our confidence as well if we can slowly try and prune those off and detach from those environments you're going to double down you're going to get rid of that negative pull but you're also going to enhance that um, that sort of positive pull towards the right direction. Yeah, love that. Awesome. So another reason why is uh, the level of competitive competitive competitiveness. Wow, that was a tough word to get through. <laughs> so I think it's something that a lot of people don't talk about. Even when we were talking about this as a reason why you want to do or surround yourself with these certain people. Some it's like associated with competitiveness is like a sometimes like a bad thing, 
You don't want to compete with people too much. But I think what we're trying to do here is compete with yourself to get better every day, not necessarily compete with other people to get better than them. And I think that's was like a subconscious thing we did by we keep re- referring back to Kev because the influence he had on, had on us both on and off the cricket field. That was something that you're subconsciously doing when you added more weight to the bar or you rode for an extra five kilometers that day. Mm. You weren't competing to beat the other person. That wasn't going through your mind. You were just trying to make yourself better. And that's, a, I think, a big difference in the picture here. If you are putting yourselves in this environment with like-minded people and people that have been there and done that and people that believe in you, it's going to allow you to compete with yourself to get better and better every day. Yeah, and Cam's exactly right. It's We all have different capabilities and different um, levels of things we can achieve. Like, for example, there's no way I'll get under a bar with as much weight on it to squat than Cam will, but I'll definitely get more weight on it than I'm, what I would by myself. That I've got Cam there to be competitive against who I was yesterday is super important. Likewise, he probably probably won't get as many dips out as I will, but he wouldn't get as many dips as if he was just by himself. So the competitiveness with those around us just to help us to continue to push past who we were yesterday is a super important part of it. Yeah, that was very well explained. The last reason why, and this is actually one that I reckon we only established recently. I reckon I established this on a podcast, actually, with Mitchie Woods, when one of our previous episodes. And he was, when we were talking about values, and when you, I think you asked me a question, Brownie, like when we were going to Kev's, um, did that like, was that because you valued something at the time? And it wasn't, back then I had no idea what my values were. I couldn't have sat down and told you what I valued. But by putting myself in these environments, I was living out my values. And that is super powerful. If you, hopefully if you listen to the podcast, you do know your values because we preach how important that is. But if you don't know your values or perhaps you're still trying to learn your values, putting yourself in these environments is going to fast track the process and allow you to align your thoughts and your feelings with your actions and you're going to be able to live out your values day in day out and practice your values which are going to align you with the path that you want to take or the path you want to go on yeah in my opinion we've left left this until last because it's the most important i think that the environment you put yourself in you subconsciously give yourself um you're accepting what's going on in that environment if you put yourself in an environment that's no good um, you'll find out ways to tell yourself that it's okay or oh, everyone else is doing it you know this is sort of how we roll it's not that bad where if you put yourself in a good environment all of a sudden um, your expectations of of things that you're doing um, become connected to you or oh, that's just what we do here we, we have to get that done we have to you know push a little bit harder or we have to encourage each other a little bit further just putting yourselves in those environments will just completely change your expectations. Yeah, awesome. Brilliant. So now that we've convinced you on why we think it's so important to be in these environments and um, supporting yourself by placing you in this yourself in these environments, now we're going to give you some practical ways that you can try and either get closer to these environments or try and actually put yourself in that environment, whether that's day in, day out or in a weekly schedule as well. Yeah, so every every time you're putting yourself in an environment, it's usually for progression. You want to surround yourself with people who are where you want to be. And the first thing you've got to do and accept is that you've got to get outside your comfort zone. 
you know, I think sometimes in today's day and age, there's always a solution for everything. We can find a way to do things a bit easier. Sometimes getting back to just a little bit of hard work, getting outside your comfort zone and pushing yourself to be disciplined over a long period of time is underestimated. And if we can get outside our comfort zone and put ourselves in scenarios where we're not the best, you know, we might not be the strongest, we might might not be the most intelligent, but if you're the dumbest guy in the room, you're going to become a lot smarter very quickly. Yeah, that's a good quote. Write that one down, team. It's very true. And if I reflect on a lot of my learning opportunities that I was able to uh, put myself in, to start off with, I never felt comfortable. I still remember the first day walking into Kev's. Jordan Silk was actually there the first day I walked in and Bomber was in there and Sandy Castle was in there and they were all pumping these massive weights and I remember feeling extremely uncomfortable because I didn't know how to do the certain exercises and Kev would pull you off to the side do it like this do it like that you're doing it wrong got to do it like this and it would have been easy and a lot of people do we've seen a lot of people come to a couple of sessions and then not come back because they were probably not prepared to be outside their comfort zone it wasn't something that uh, a lot of people feel comfortable doing but like we say if you can put yourself put yourself outside your comfort zone and then be prepared to um, pers- persist and continue to be outside your comfort zone these are the opportunities that are going to come off the back of it that leads perfectly into our next point and it's so important that you allow yourself to feel this is that you have to prepare yourself to fail and i think when we set too high expectations in these comfort zones that you know we will achieve what these people are achieving maybe too quickly that's when we can we can run for the hills i think if we can prepare ourselves and understand that failure is a part of of learning and growing and a part of the process then it gives us a bit of grace we've got forgiveness on ourselves that that's okay you know this was expected i'm outside my comfort zone this is something very challenging but this failure is only a learning for me here yeah i I was actually talking about this with another coach last night about how many times we interact as coaches with certain players and they um, they don't want to fail. They don't want to, even in a conversation, they don't want to say the wrong thing. Mm. And then it kind of like stunts your growth because it's like if you just say something, just doesn't matter how right or wrong it is, the coach doesn't care. It just starts the conversation. It allows you to open up and learn this, learn that, and try this, try that. I did this, I did that, you should try this, you should try that, all of these things. But if you are too scared or too afraid to get something wrong or say something wrong, then you're closing the door to these learning opportunities. Yeah, and so often we learn or do so much before we fail. Mm. Like you don't fail at the very beginning of starting something. You sort of get a bit of progress and then you sort of come to a speed bump or you know you mess up here or something happens there and and it results in a fail i can think of an example for you and i can um one off season we set ourselves a goal of a hundred thousand thrusters and we didn't get there we got uh, i i got about fifty thousand i think you were somewhere near eighty thousand mm-hmm. you were a lot or something but um we failed that and um we actually if we never made that never made that goal we never would have got that amount done but we also moved on and ran a marathon Mm. so you know we learned that maybe this wasn't sustainable as long as we could we got a ridiculous amount of thrusters done anyway but then it resulted in us being able to go and run a marathon so we sort of learned quickly adapted and then were still able to achieve something just as just as impressive or just as important just as in challenging only a few months later yeah and off the back of the willing to fail as well if you or personally if i think about a lot of people that i really believe in 
but perhaps other people don't have the same belief in i i can i understand the person and the player and that's why i believe in them because i can see their experiences i can see what they're doing i know their processes i know what they're trying to do and that gives me i can see that they're going to achieve something and i have the belief in them so when you're in these situations and perhaps you want to put the the wall up or not share what you're going through or ask questions and put yourself out there willing to get something wrong to try and learn you're kind of shutting the door down you're not giving the coach or the other player or the other person an opportunity to kind of understand and relate to and understand what you're doing and why you're doing it but if you do do that you're going to allow like i said this opportunity for a coach or a player to understand what's going on and it's going to help encourage and stimulate the belief they have in you the next one we have is you need to know yourself your goals and your values and now if you are listening to the podcast you should have hopefully written down your values know your values know your goals because if you're not sure of who you are or what you want to achieve you're not quite sure what scenario what group what environment to place yourself into so it's a bit of self-awareness it's understanding where you're heading writing that down having a clear vision and it's very important you go and find those like-minded people so the really the first thing you've got to do is know this you've got to know who you are where you're going and what your goals are yeah we spoke about how subconsciously if you are finding like-minded people you're aligning with your goals if you want it to happen even more than if you understand or your values instead of goals i should have said if you want it to happen even more then first get to know your values and then you can align yourself a lot easier with other people that have similar values or people that have been in similar positions as you and people that believe in you or believe in the values that you portray i know a couple of times we've had conversations with people we have no idea about but they can see who we are and what we do and their values align with our values and that's why we got to meet them and have conversations with them and learn and grow from them simply because they saw what we do and their 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 values align with our values yeah absolutely that's super important to to live by your values the so once you know yourself you know your goals you're ready to get outside of your comfort zone and you you're, you're preparing yourself for some failure you've got to take step one that's that's our next practical element here you've got to take the first step and initiate yeah what what are we initiating there brownie well there's plenty of things we can initiate we're initiating conversations if you know you're getting out of your comfort zone to talk to someone who might um, be where you want to be or doing what you want to do you're initiating uh, maybe a partnership to take a new venture on something maybe you you know you're ready to to start a business or maybe you're ready to to go and study something you're, you're taking that first step and that first initiation to build that momentum yeah and off the back of that all those things we just spoke about is the obstacles that you perhaps might face in the process of being outside your comfort zone or preparing yourself to fail or starting to get to know yourself a little bit better and it's once you take this first step that these um, learning opportunities are going to start to arise might be initiating a phone call it might be telling someone else that you're going to do something it's it's that first bit of accountability that's like this is step number one i've initiated and now it's time to to get a move on awesome one that i've i reckon's worked really well for me personally is just the power of asking questions and the more important questions that i've found of asking people is more like the how questions i've found when you ask simply ask people how did you do that how did you go about that 
what you're encouraging is like, first of all, is like process, people talking about processes. So when they start talking about processes, often they have ways that they learn as well and they can start to connect you with other people as well. And it's when you start to ask questions and find out how people did things, they're going to start to talk about how they did it. Oh, I went and saw this coach. I went to, for example, I went to Kev's and changed my life. Then it's encouraging you to then go out and meet these like-minded people. A great example is, and we'll do an episode on this very shortly, on Shane Watson's book. He talks heavily about how much his life changed because he was at a, um, I think it was a rugby league presentation. Correct. And um, all he did was ask a F1 driver. They they connected on a on a similar experience they had, and he asked the other the F1 driver, "How did you get over this?" And then he said, "Oh, I met this uh, um, sport guru, yeah, mental and emotional coach, psychologist, whatever he's called, doctor." And then straight away, Shane Watson got on a flight, went and met him, and his life changed overnight. Yeah, it's, it's incredible how how simple conversation is, but how much you can get out of it. For someone who's been there, done that, even just yesterday, Cam was asking some great questions of, of Sam. He just said, what do you do in between balls? What's your routine? And, and Sam sort of said, it, it's not so much what I'm doing in between balls. You know, I have different ways to switch off, but it's what I do right at the end of that routine to switch myself back on. Uh, two taps gets me back in the zone two taps of my bat so little questions like that are things that we can feed to other people utilize ourselves um, sometimes you're a vessel for knowledge you know if you're a coach or you're someone who enjoys helping people um, you can pass on that knowledge if you're an athlete yourself or someone who who needs to use that advice practically you can take it on board and, and use it personally as well yeah i find like often good things aren't achieved alone like if you're if you, a lot of uh, big achievements in people's the cricket journeys or sporting journeys but also off-field journeys as well you need like a support network around you you need a team that helps you out so if you're asking the how then subconsciously people are going to start to refer to these other people that have helped them and whether that is connecting you to those people or allowing you to make a connection to the people in your life that are going to help you as well can be a big a very powerful tool in helping you connect to the either, like we said, like-minded people, people that have been there, done that, or are doing it at the moment, or people that believe in you as well. Our last how for who to surround yourself with is to utilize the great tool we have today, and which is social media. We're so lucky today that we can surround ourselves with uh, people online. We can listen to podcasts. We can uh, watch uh, TikTok videos, watch YouTube uh, videos, follow people um, on Facebook or whatever it might be, we can connect with these people who are like-minded and, and learn so deeply from them because we can get access to Guru's life. So, you know, before everything had to be, you know, face-to-face, but now we can watch these guys with limited conversation, but still learn so much. You know, there's such a great tool we have, which is social media. If you, you know, want to get better at meditation, you know, you're probably going to go and follow three or four meditation coaches on Instagram, watch their reels, listen to their podcasts. Cam and I have learned vast amount of knowledge just listening to people who know the stuff we want to know um, and start implementing some of those things and, and using ourselves as a vessel for the knowledge and passing it on to our athletes at my peak. Yeah, it's such an easy one. <laughs> if you want to surround yourself with people that have done there and done that, been there and done that, it doesn't have to be in person. It would be more powerful if it was, but jump online think about how many podcasts are out there in this day and age think about how many role models are 
uh, present or heavily present on social media, simply just surrounding yourselves on these social media platforms is going to allow you to learn and grow. Perhaps, like we said, not as deeply as it would if it was uh, face-to-face, but it's a lot better than not knowing, like we said earlier. And um, listening, absorbing information, allowing you to um, even reach out to them. That could be that taking that first step or getting outside your comfort zone. They're not always going to respond, and very rarely might they respond, but connecting virtually is a very powerful tool yeah i remember when i first went um like plant-based with my new diet i was um struggling a little bit with the whole thing but my intuition was telling me it was the right thing to do i actually reached out to the person uh who sort of pushed me in that direction and they were really generous generous with their time and words and you know i was definitely getting outside my comfort zone and messaging someone with you know reasonable status you know are they going to reply are they going to be interested and they were really generous with their information so you know connecting virtually and surrounding yourself with um, an environment online is just so important because sometimes you can't get the information you're required within your network and you have to actually reach out on social media awesome crack an episode there brown dog thanks jugs well <laughs> the last thing i want to mention is cam and i do have a really exciting workshop coming up um just before christmas and there's plenty of details about that on our instagram page and website but if you're really interested in our in our holistic development things that we speak about here, processes, tips that we speak about here on the podcast, we'll be doing a couple of days worth of those activities um, with plenty of different presentations and some uh, tangible knowledge to take away to improve both your on and off field performance. So like Cam and I said, it's, it's great to be connected uh, virtually uh, through the internet, but this is an opportunity where we can be face-to-face in the room and we can really enhance those skills. Yeah, if you want to... Do what we said. If you want to put yourself outside your comfort zone to try and meet like-minded people or come and work with us at My Peak and uh, learn from people that have been there and done that, then we strongly recommend you join our upcoming holistic workshop. We would love to see as many people there as we can. Like always, just thank you uh, for those that listen to the podcast. We really appreciate you taking the time out to better yourself and improve our game of cricket and improve our world. So. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to catching you next time on the My Peak Podcast.